This one pizza is based off a uh, pizza place in what's called Mystic Connecticut. And it's a pizza place called A Slice of Heaven. Now, Julia Roberts stars in this particular film called Mystic Pizza. It's like pizza in Mystic Connecticut. And that's who this film is based on. And we're going to take it minute by minute to figure out why we're talking about pizza in Mystic Connecticut. Put it right there. So, like, how long after you guys started doing a podcast did you get over the fact that you hate your own voices? Uh, uh never. Yeah. yeah. That's still a constant issue. Yeah, pretty much never. Like, sometimes I have to edit this show, and uh, depending on how tired I am, I've noticed, uh, I'll be more irritated with the sound of my own voice. Like, if I'm mm. really tired, and I oftentimes am, like, my laughter is just like nails on a chalkboard. <laughs> Like, I think I put up apologies a couple times just uh, for my, like, witch-like cackle. Mm-hmm. Which I'm not even sure if... I don't know. I always feel like... I think, uh... I don't know. I guess it's because I'm, like, a smoker. But, like, and I'm getting, like, older. <laughs> I'm, like, at 32 now. I just have, like, a really gruff, like, uh, like bark. Mm-hmm. I don't really talk. I bark. I'm just like, hey, guys. <laughs> Welcome to Mustard Pizza. I started to edit one of the episodes of my podcast, and I realized that... I extend words often, like at the end of mm-hmm. sentences, Yeah, uh, and I hate it. Mm-hmm. And well, I tried to clip it as much as possible. Windsor does this thing where, um, like, okay, so my ums are pretty distinct words and stuff, but he'll just kind of fill in the spaces between words with ums, <laughs> so it's just like a continuous sound. Yeah, I don't really have an um, but I have like a... Mm-hmm. It's like, I'll go from sentence to sentence, and just between the sentences I'll just be like... Like, solid like, ums are a little out. annoying, but they're easy to take care of, you know. Mm, you can um, easily cut it. I- like, sometimes you can just spot them, like you can recognize the waveform if you're doing it long enough. Mm-hmm. Um, like, like that, that one. one. <laughs> yeah, way to make us real paranoid about like our own voices. No, right, no, it's good. Right I like that. No, I did. I did one today where I was listening to the beginning of the podcast, and it and it was like uh, Dr. Patterson, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, and I had to figure out how to get rid of that, you know, just spasm. Mm-hmm. I've been told I have a very distinctive voice, or like a very immediately recognizable one. I don't know if that's a compliment or not, but like I think that's probably true. You ever see yourself in, like, the background of a video or something, and you're not, like, exactly in the video, but you can hear yourself talking, uh-huh. and you're like, who is that cartoon character back there just, <laughs> like, yodeling? Like, why do I do that? I've been told since we launched this thing that I have a, a voice for radio, and I just think that could not be <clears throat> further from the truth. <laughs> you sure this word saying face for radio? Yeah, no, that's true. That's 100% true. The voice thing is just way off base. I used to live with um, Dominique, frequent guest of the show, Dominique Holland. Mm -hmm. And one time I was listening to This American Life, like on some speakers when she came in, like from work. And she thought it, like Ira Glass was me. Oh, (laughs) really? Yeah. So apparently I might have a slightly Ira Glass kind of (laughs) thing going on. Just talk a little softer all the time and you'll be right into the NPR zone. Yeah, yeah, for sure. In the NPR zone. Welcome to Mystic Pizza Minute. This is a podcast in which we discuss the 1988 Julia Roberts vehicle, Mystic Pizza, one minute at a time, having never seen it before. I'm your host, David Holford. With me today, we have 
our other host, John Windsor. <laughs> Didn't let me take an ounce of credit more than I deserved there. Uh, and then uh, as a guest, we've got... Uh, Returning guest, Jeff Martin. Jeff Martin, welcome back to the show. Welcome Thank you for having me back. Jeff Martin. Hey. Jeff Martin brought some homemade beard for us today. Oh, yeah, I left I one over there. But, um, yeah, I'm not a huge drinker, but it was good. Thank you. It, like, like, honestly, I think part of the reason I'm not a huge drinker is because of the craft brew scene. It has just turned, a lot, like, good beer into, like, something that you have to, like... You know, it's like a roller coaster or something. Yeah. Mm. I, I think people in the craft beer industry sometimes fetishize hops, where yeah. everything has to be as bitter as possible, especially, like, West Coast-style stuff, and everything from like New England has to be as cloudy and as taste as much like orange juice as possible. Uh-huh. I'm like that does not taste like beer. <laughs> uh, what I brought over today was just an IPA I made that I'm going to submit for a competition at my homebrew club and that was a test batch. That's cool. Yeah. Nice. What do you call this uh test batch? Or wait, wait, no, I'm I'm having the uh, first one you opened. Yeah, that was the first one. This is the Belgian triple is called Elaine. Uh-huh. Uh, that I'm drinking right now. It's it's called it's called Elaine Robinson because last year's version of this was called Cecilia. Mm-hmm. So now we're just going to make Belgian triples every year and name them after different women from Simon and Garfunkel songs. Okay. Oh, okay. Until we land on one that we like. Until we land on one. Yeah, I yeah, like this, this one. Yeah. It's a good one. Elaine is good. I, and then um, the other one's untitled thus far. Yeah, can, until can we spitball some ideas. Well, yeah, let's, uh, we again. should try it first before we. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Let's. No, the one you're drinking is the one that's ideas. unnamed. Yeah, no, no. I think is I'm drinking the one I was drinking too. Yeah, that's the one you were drinking. Okay. okay, so um, here I'll go get it. Oh yeah, thank you. Here we'll we'll do some magic editing. What are here. your thoughts on a Mystic Pizza uh, name? Oh, hold on. Uh, I'm I'm very open to it. You're very open to it. Okay, but uh, well, our 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 brewery is named. Third Mortgage Brewing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a Ghostbusters reference. And we started out... Well, what's the, what's the Ghostbusters reference? I'm sorry. Oh, uh, when they... Lost a man. When they bought the firehouse. Everyone has a third mortgage these days. <laughs> and then all our early beers were Ghostbusters references, and then we realized that was totally unsustainable as a naming model, and so we gave up on it. So oh, if you had gone into the, uh, the real Ghostbusters, there's a plethora of stuff to choose from there. It's true. There's a bunch of... There's a, you know, two seasons of... Cartoons to the Was that all there was? Uh, of the Ghostbusters? Lo- of the cartoon? I am not a Ghostbusters cartoon expert. I, uh, I watched a lot of it as a kid. Yeah. Yeah, I watched a lot of it as a kid. I, and all the toys were of the cartoon and not of the movie. I haven't seen any recently. I was convinced for the longest they hate, time... They hate it when we talk about the toys. I was convinced <laughs> for the longest time that Bill Murray voiced the cartoon Garfield... Because the guy who voiced the cartoon Garfield also voiced the cartoon Venkman. You're talking about, uh, what's his name? Something music? Lorenzo Music. Lorenzo Mm -hmm. Music. Yeah, and then when when Garfield came to the big screen... Bill Murray. Bill Murray. This is probably some pretty well-traveled territory, this discussion, but, like, it's still worth bringing up. We may um, have had this discussion on the podcast the last time I, uh, I was here. I've been watching a playthrough of a PlayStation 2 Garfield game called uh, Garfield Lasagna World Tour. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that has somebody else doing the Garfield voice. Really? And so apparently, he's like a full-on voiced character. Uh, yeah. Um, although really terribly, it's just like it's like I asked you to do a Garfield, and then we were just like, "All right, cool." <laughs> yeah. You know. Just talked like myself, but saying things about lasagna. But apparently, the guy doing the voice of Garfield in this game was like the music supervisor from the show. Really? Hmm. 
So, like, maybe Lorenzo Music gave him, like, a, you know, a recommendation. Yeah, or he just, like, uh, you know, played with the levels on Lorenzo Music's voice so much in his life that he was like, I got this. I know how to form my voice into Lorenzo Music's voice. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, anyway, uh, we're on a minute 67 here. Um, mm-hmm. Would anyone like to describe what happens in this minute? Um, I will. You want me to feel this? Uh, so it's a continuation of Lily Taylor's speech uh, mm-hmm. when she showed up three hours early to work at Mystic Pizza. It's the second like, half of the month. They're like, what are you doing here? She says, I broke up with Bill. And um, even though Bill really broke up with her. Mm-hmm. And she's going on this, yes, yeah, the second half of her monologue, which is even better than the first half. Right, it's more telling, maybe. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. A little crazier. <laughs> a little crazier. Like, at the end of the, the last minute, the first part of the speech, she couldn't really... You started to get the feeling that she couldn't really make up her mind about what she was talking about. Mm. And, like, she already lied and said that she broke up with him. But now she's, like, lying in a way that they could easily realize that she's lying. Yeah, yeah. She's, like, treading water right now. Yeah. But in, like, a really convincing way, like... Sure, she, yeah, no, I buy it. She yeah. acted the fuck out of this scene. So she... <laughs> to use the, you know, parlance of our times. So she starts off and she's like, uh, no, no, you guys are right. Uh, I don't need Bill. Which right. is, you know, nobody has said a word since she started talking. And then she says, basically, I've got a lot going for me. And then uh, she lists some of the things that she has going for her, which all basically fall into the category of that maybe she'll run this pizzeria someday. Yeah, she uh, turns to Leona and she says, uh, she's like, you know, I got this down. Like, one of these days you're going to give me the pizza place, right? And you're going to give me... Well, you're going to give me the recipe. You're going to give me the recipe to the pizza... And uh, Leona looks at her and she's like, uh, yeah, you know, sure. Yeah, you think wh- she has wh- some sort of... When I retire... When I retire, which is the most non-committal answer ever. I'll yeah. give this to you in 40 years, maybe. Do you think she has, uh, like, a contingency plan in case she dies or something? Or is the pizza Leona? recipe just lost the time? Uh, I think she she probably has a plan, but this might this may be the first time that she's heard uh, JoJo uh, express any interest in it. Do you think maybe Manny knows I- the pizza recipe? Manny might know the pizza recipe. I was actually going to ask that. But probably just from working there a really long time and, like, uh, starting the company with Leona. Yeah. Anyway, so she says that Leona will give her the recipe so that she can run the place, and then she says maybe you should go to the college and take some business courses. What do you call that course? Economics? Yeah, yeah. She's like, I'll take some business and, you know, whatever that other word is. Economics Economics is not business. No, I think she means finance. She might yeah, mean finance. That's po- possible. That's Economics. A, that's a pretty telling line in itself because, you know, she she wants to do all these things that normal people are doing, but she can't even really name what they are. Mm. She's just like, I'll go take classes, like, uh, you know, money stuff. At the college. At the, the college. The college. Does she think she's going to Yale? Because she says, Kat, you're not the only one who's smart. I'll go to the college. Yeah, the college. Like, Yale's the only college around. Mm. I looked it up. There are... There's Is several there like colleges college? in the area. Well, there's actually there's two maritime colleges in the mm. immediate area of Mystic. Ooh. I would love uh, to go to maritime college. Then there's a Yukon campus nearby, and um, I, I'm going to say William & Mary, but it's wrong because William & Mary's in... Virginia, I think, but uh, something along those lines. The whole Northeast is just littered with colleges, so, you know. Boston, Philadelphia especially, are yeah. towns of dense with colleges. So, yeah. like, uh, I'm sure she can probably find one. Salem University is up there. Maybe she can go to Salem. And learn about witches. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure JoJo would be totally into, like, witch class. And what do you call witch it? Class? Economics. Potions <laughs> yeah, and, and... And what do you call it? Economics. Mm, potions and economics. Potions and economics. So... 
then she kind of just goes into like thanks you guys for telling me I did the right thing I didn't write down everything she said did anyone have any more of that she uh, she has to go to the bathroom uh-huh. uh huh after Leona says are you pregnant she says she has to go to the bathroom which makes me ask is she pregnant yeah does Ooh. she have to go throw up oh that's totally. I hadn't considered that possibility. That is a possibility. She immediately said, "Like no, though." Like they kind yeah, of bite your that tongue. Right off. Yeah. The amount of sex she's it. not having with Bill suggests that she's probably not. But I, thought I it think was if she was pregnant, she probably wouldn't know it herself. Leona just guessed correctly because she knows that kind of face. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. she's just like, "Oh, that's pregnant face." Pregnant face. Yeah, she's making All pregnant face. But yeah, for. All intents and purposes, we don't know yet. And and then as she as uh, JoJo walks out, Leona just scoffs, mm-hmm. men. Yeah. And then we get a nice close up on Manny behind the counter, who's uh-huh. like, "What did I do?" Yeah, yeah Manny yeah. doesn't say anything though. It's he's all like, not, He's about. all like, "Not all men." Like he could have had like some hashtag kind of... not all men. Yeah. <laughs> but really though, I mean, why is? Leona scoffing men. You guys have talked about this over because, a couple of episodes. I mean, like, what, what is what? Bill doing wrong? Well, for the same reason that she knew that she had a pregnant face going on. Not that she's pregnant or anything. But, like, she she's seen it all before. She's just like, ah, this again. Yeah, I, I don't think that she's saying men as in an accusatory, like, like, men are always, like, fucking things up for us kind of way. I think she meant more the opposite. Like, why are women always, like, getting all twisted you know, for men, basically. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I'm coming out as a as a big Bill supporter in this whole fight. And Bill yeah. seems nice. Yeah. A little bit he of a dumb He just wants to get married. But yeah, there's a lot to say for Bill, that's for sure. He started the movie at a wedding, and he's not yet married. The guy's just... He's been pretty cool about it, honestly. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's just a little more conventional than she wants a partner to be. But not, like, super conventional either. Mm-hmm. Um, well, maybe. I don't know. Like, maybe if he got into a marriage, that would, like, trigger some stuff and, you know. I mean, to his credit, he's not, like, a sex fiend or anything. Like, he's not, uh, you know, he wouldn't have sex in front of a statue of Jesus. Mm. You know, which means, you know, where else won't Bill have sex? A better man than I. (laughs) Yeah, exactly, right? So it's like, uh, you know, you could uh, take Bill's character the complete opposite way, and he could be, like, uh, a little too, like, aggressive in that way, which you don't want a guy like Bill to be, Mm -hmm. because he's, like, giant and uh, powerful. And the question is, especially with JoJo, he's tiny and tiny. Yeah. Where will Bill have sex? Bill won't have sex in front of a statue of Jesus at his parents' place, at her parents' He'll do place, it in the at bathroom. sister's apartment. Yeah, He'll do the friggin' John, the friggin' yeah. John at Mystic Pizza. But yeah, he also, you know, he did it in the bathroom at Mystic Pizza, but he didn't exactly want to. Mm-hmm. And I would say that's more to Bill's credit than against him in any way. You think they're, like, getting off on doing it in, like, the pizzeria with all the people around and stuff? I think maybe uh, <laughs> JoJo is a little bit more than Bill. Uh-huh. Or else he would, wouldn't have brought it up in his, like, argument. Like, that's a pretty common, like, conventional fetish, I would say. The risk of getting caught? Yeah. I yeah. think maybe even for JoJo, the fact that it's in the pizzeria carries some extra oomph mm-hmm. because of how much the pizzeria means to her. She's doing yeah. something so... Bad in a place that is she's sacred got it to all. her. She's got like a you know, or she's got a lot going for her. Yeah. I don't know if I said this before on the show, but if you ever got caught having sex in my bathroom, like at my restaurant, you I don't know if you would get fired, but like uh, you would automatically be like Mister Sex Bathroom because <laughs> like it would all, it would be all that people think about if they caught you doing it. You would yeah. get yelled at and like sent home. I'm pretty sure. Like one of my bosses would just scream the fuck out of your face. I'd, I'd applaud anyone who had sex in the bathroom in your restaurant because it's it's tough to fit in there to pee. 
It would be applauded, I think, but we have such a, uh, we have like, it's not a large restaurant, but it's a busy restaurant, and there's only one tiny bathroom, mm. so like, if you're in there having sex when you should be working, uh, you're going to get sent home because <coughs> you're probably drunk in the first place. Probably. But I don't think that would be a fire opal offense. Um, it would just be your nickname for the end of time. Sex bathroom. Mr. Sex bathroom. Yeah. You ever have sex in a bathroom? We might have already asked this question. I don't think we've ever asked that question. I have a story. It I seems can like tell an obvious question that should have been asked. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Say it again. We'll, we'll I have a story I can tell off the, off the podcast. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. this is yeah, an R-rated turn, movie. Turn the mic off right now. About this, people like, that are known to the this podcast. This is an R-rated movie. Uh, you know. Which means it would be an R-rated podcast. No, 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 no. We, we're not gonna. Uh, we don't want to blow up anyone's place here. Um, um. So what else do we have? Okay. So I also wrote down. You brought up before we started watching this minute that apparently Mystic Pizza is available on Amazon Prime. Yes, I went this morning to sort of catch myself up on what I've missed since I think I was on like minute thirty-five, uh-huh. and the last time I wanted to catch up to that point, I went on Amazon. And it was part of a stars package, so I signed up for a free month and of stars. And you unsigned up for it? Well, I just didn't go into the subscription part. I let the free month go, and then it went away. So, But then I went today, and I checked, and it was just available to stream. Mm-hmm. just says Watch Now on Amazon. Yo, if you didn't do anything to cancel that, by the way, I'm still paying for CISO through Amazon. CISO <laughs> folded, I think. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm fold. still somehow paying for Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> If you're, uh, you know, paying royalties to the people who were on CISO. Yeah, I got to... I got to... They lost all their jobs. It's just like, you know, $3 is never enough effort to, like, make me immediately cancel that membership. Right, Mm -hmm. plus Paul F. Tompkins deserves 50 cents a month. Sure, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so the fans of the podcast can go and watch Mystic Pizza if you're on Amazon Prime. Anytime you want. Fans of the podcast, go watch Mystic Pizza on, uh... Amazon Prime, but only up to minute 67. Now, did you catch if it was in HD or... I watched it on a, on my computer screen, so I don't know. Okay. That's cool. So I wonder if we need this rusty old Blu-ray copy anymore. Well, um, depending on which... Uh, if it's a standard definition version, I, at one point, because I wanted that on the computer mm-hmm. and didn't have a disk drive because it's, you know, 2018, um, <laughs> I, like, downloaded, uh, you know, a pirated copy, mm-hmm. and I got the standard definition one first by accident, and then I got the Blu-ray one, and uh, the minutes don't line up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, we would want something... That would have the same uh, yeah, we min- should check min- marks as we this We should Blu-ray. check into that. and Like, if it's the wrong one, we can easily give people, like, you know, a start the podcast after the third lion's roar kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> Dark Side of the Rainbow reference. Anyway, yeah, so this is on Amazon Prime. Uh, should we get back to the minute, though? Uh, is there anything else you guys uh, thought about? Oh, yeah, about? we can keep going. Uh, I wasn't trying to wrap this up or anything. Nah, nah, me neither. Um, that would just seem like a place to wrap it up around, like... Sorry, I was just Check looking at my notes. Amazon Prime. It, it's just a lot of jokes. It was though. the only thing on my notes that I hadn't brought up. So, mm-hmm. but uh, we still have to come up with a beer name. <laughs> oh yeah, we still do have to come. Should, up with should a we call it Nympho? Nympho. Nympho. <laughs> just have a picture of Bill's boat. Wait, I had the word Nympho like written like at an angle over the word JoJo. Right. As uh, if it used to be called JoJo. That's pretty good. Or uh, how about I was thinking uh, Elias Montrose Ghost. Oh, I like that. It's like those. Uh, Beers. Elias from Montrose beer. Great Lakes Brewing Company makes beers called like Elliot Ness and mm. uh, like the Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald or something like that. Yeah, yeah I like Elias Montrose's Elias Montrose's Montrose Ghost. Ghost. Because uh, were you here when they were, they brought that up a couple times in Mystic Pizza? Yeah. Uh, Tim Travers keeps talking about the the ghost of, of Elias, Elias Montrose. Montrose that you can hear in the house that he's building. Right. 
And, um, um, yeah, he's like looking out on the harbor through his telescope, you know, late at night. I like that idea. That's a good idea. Or you could go with, uh, I'm trying to think of some other quotes from this, F- Fuzzy Clump. Fuzzy Clump. Fuzzy Clump. That was the name of the stars that Cat was pointing out through the telescope. <laughs> we'll, we'll come up with some more. Yeah, for sure. We still do have a uh, totally other minute after this one, but I really like this minute. This might be one of my like favorite minutes, actually. I know we don't talk about that much, like which ones are our favorite minutes, but yeah, I think we got a whole bunch under our belt where we could start like spotting those and saying which ones are, are, are great and which ones aren't so great. But uh, this, I would say, minute 67 is one of my favorite minutes of Mystic Pizza. And what do you like about this minute so much? I like that uh, Lily Taylor is really acting her face off. Yeah, it's a real juicy kind of uh, bit of dialogue she gets here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can really dig her teeth and do it. Yeah, three cheers to Lily Taylor, listener of the show and future guest, for really (laughs) acting her pants off in this minute 67. She's uh, green pants. No, no, I don't like that she's doing in this scene. I think I said this in uh, the last minute, too. She's like, uh, it's like she's conducting an orchestra, kind of. Uh, She's standing in front of this, like, uh, yeah, she's conducting an orchestra of emotions. So she's like, uh, she placed herself in front of her coworkers. She, like, had them all stand behind the corner or the counter, you know what I mean? And then she's just, like, explaining with her hands and, like, yelling real loud. And she's giving them roles, too. Uh-huh. Like she's giving them, like, you know, you're over here. You're going to give me the pizza place. Yeah, Leona, you you're, guys, you're my future. Yeah, yeah, Leona, you're my future. You're going to give me the pizza place. And you guys are my friends, and you're going to do this for me. And everything's going to turn out okay, and I don't need Bill. Mm. And so she's just, like, she's telling them a story, but in just, like, this, uh, this really, I don't want to say emotional way, but, like, uh... She's telling it in a way like she's conducting an orchestra at the same time as telling a story. If if you're putting Mm. together a a Lily Taylor acting reel to get her a job, Mm. this goes on it for sure. This goes on. This scene. This scene right here. This is her moment. And uh, would you guys like to uh, pick the winner of this minute? Oh, I think it's got to be JoJo, right? I think it's got to be JoJo, too. She's pretty much the only person who speaks during the minute. Well, yeah, but it's it's not even just... I mean, she's just, like, commanding the scene. I, like, you know, more than this minute, she uh, wins the scene, you know? Yeah. She's I won, like, not... the last five minutes in general. This is, this is a JoJo arc. You almost have to wonder if we're going to get some time with the other girls mm-hmm. over the next couple minutes, because we've had some... Some real JoJo plot. Yeah, I'm guessing that we're going to probably move on to... It's been a while since we saw Cat. we got to have Tim Travers. Uh, Tim Travers. Yeah, Cat and Tim Travers. Because before be this next. scene, we had a Daisy and Charl- and Charlie Windsor scene. Right, the yeah. fish in the Porsche. And yeah. so then we have this, and so... I this is uh, the the Bill and JoJo story is my uh, favorite of the relationships so far in this movie. You know, because it's been like... Uh, the, the scene before this one, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio gave the best uh, speech in the movie... Uh, would you say that this is better than his, or uh, I mean, nah. is this one better? Because they're both giving speeches. Like Vincent uh, hers just might be acted speech. better. He just gave his uh, "You only like me for my dick" speech. His is like almost a little more impactful. Hers is more reactive. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. But they're both like uh, it's just, a weird you know, thing to compare. His is definitely punchier and stronger. He's more sure of himself. Jojo's mm-hmm. trying to talk her way through it. So in terms of character, it might be Bill has the better speech, but. Lily Taylor definitely has the better scene. You almost get right. the impression he had practiced his speech in his head. And and what she's doing in this scene is she's doing the practicing in her head, mm. but out loud. You right. Know? To go back and say to Bill if he ever comes back from his boat journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, at any rate, uh, both speeches by Bill and JoJo just have, like, emotion pouring out the eyeballs. Mm. You know, like, uh, and that's that's good storytelling right there. Like, I feel like I feel more for those two characters than I do... The other two relationships. 
Well, it's, yeah. the, it's the most defined of the three relationships. Mm-hmm. We we know at least some of their their backstory. You know, uh, Daisy and Charlie and Cat and Tim started during the movie. Mm-hmm. So we're still trying to figure out who and what they are to each other. Exactly. JoJo and Bill, we know they were at the altar together. They have a long history. Yeah, the very so I'm very invested in how it turns out. Movie, for them. Right? Yeah, so yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I think we'll find out um a lot soon, seeing as we're in the last half hour or no, 40 minutes of this movie. Mm-hmm. I got to think they wound up together. Yeah. I think that they definitely do. It's, I was saying before, I'm, I'm, I'm almost starting to get, like, uh, you know, I'm always excited for the next minute. But we're on 67 now. I was thinking, like, you know, minute 88 or something. I'm just going to be, like, on the edge of my seat watching Mystic Pizza. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, shit. Like, look who showed up. It's like the old thing about it's Shakespeare. It's Elias Montrose ghost. <laughs> it's like the old thing about Shakespeare where uh, comedies end in weddings and tragedies end in funerals. This is a comedy, so it's going to have to end. In a wedding, mm-hmm. unless it's uh, unless it's tragedy. a tragedy and we don't know. <laughs> yeah, shit. There's just a gas explosion at Mystic Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> the the oven just explodes. No one gets the recipe. Oh no, Leona was at that oven. Manny's the left, the only one to survive. You just have like uh, Tim Travers and Charlie Windsor and Bill like standing at like a funeral, like, mm-hmm. and the th- the four girls are all crammed into this one big coffin. What if it turns out like uh, Tim Travers is like some kind of spy, and he's only in that town to like escape, you know? This was the Mystic <laughs> Pizza Minute. I thought you were gonna say like a pizza spy, like Tim Travers is there to get the recipe somehow. Uh, uh, thanks to Steve, thanks to Bungler, thanks to our guest, <laughs> and thanks to you, the listener. Uh, we'll be right back soon. Uh, listen to us this Friday. Uh, rate and subscribe, etc., etc. Watch uh, Mystic Pizza on Amazon Prime. Bye. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>